All right. Oh, yeah, I do this one. Uh, hello, ladies and gentle, I guess, I don't know, lady and gentleman, statistically, <laughs> all two of you. Uh, we're Justice Losers, and we saw a movie, we wanted to tell you all about it. So, yep. what did we see? Uh, this, uh, no, I'm not doing that fucking joke no, again. We a, do it all the time. It's a lame joke. It's, no. <laughs> Endgame. Avengers, thereof. The, the game of the end. Yep. Boy. Yeah. Dretzky's Endgame Manual. It's a. It might be the best chess book ever written. Oh God damn it! Ha! <laughs> Had to do some version of the joke. Some version of the joke. Yeah, we saw Avengers Endgame. So, uh, I feel like our usual structure is not going to work for this because it's really hard to talk without spoilers. So we'll do like a really short non-spoilers oh, section. Oh yeah, dude! Um, like it's <laughs> basically here's the non-spoiler review. It's amazing, and it's absolutely satisfying. Okay. Uh, so this is what I tell people every time <laughs> Matt and I kind of have our own little metrics for how good we thought a movie w- or how, so like we can, there's objective, uh, objectivity with how we review, mm-hmm. which is like, how did this stuff kind of go? Mm-hmm. Uh, but then there's also just how much did we enjoy it? And we mm-hmm. kind of have our own metrics for that. Matt is, Matt said how much he smiles, how much I just have an uncontrollable ear to ear grin. And your face was contorted my at the end of the movie. My cheeks were literally like hurting, like sore i couldn't force myself to smile again afterwards cause... yeah uh for me it's how much i cry uh and i'm a loud crier and i don't know if you heard me like just i could hear you, hear you try to like keep it down yeah swallowing tears like almost the whole movie yeah um or if i applaud mm-hmm. because i rarely applaud during a movie you are very much like a you're gonna sit in your seat and you're gonna watch this movie quietly exactly and everyone else is going to do that also uh the closest i've ever been to applauding in a movie was when we saw shazam and there was a thing at the end that like did something i that did something i didn't really expect it to do i mm-hmm. wanted it to do and we talked about me wanting to wanting them to do it and they did it and i like i think i let a clap go the first time i saw it mm-hmm. when i was with my mom um i applauded like full-blown three times yeah like <laughs> there are three separate occasions where i just lost my shit yeah it i was either just insanely happy or just like a mess emotionally yeah it It, is it's an astounding achievement of a movie it's the first time this isn't a spoiler it's the first time they've put a scene before the marvel credit opening opening thing and i don't mind saying this they make you cry before the marvel opening card yeah like (laughs) they're just like immediately like hey look emotions fucker yep Oh, boy, is it a good movie. Yeah. Oh. If you have any investment in these characters, if you have any investment in this universe, if you have any investment in seeing arguably the greatest achievement in popular cinema ever. Yeah. It's the culmination of 11 years and 22 movies. And anyone that's so like much. our age and older and like a little bit older grew up with this, this yeah. atmosphere or like this, this this culture yeah of because we were we were 12, 12 the summer iron man came out and i went and saw it in theaters Me i too. was like yeah that looks pretty good yep. and i watched it and i was like yeah that was pretty good because 12 year old me mostly just likes the jokes and the fight yep. scenes but oh yeah but like that's that's kind of how the how the the thing developed like it started for like young teenagers mm-hmm. and it kind of it's like like the toy story movies like it grew with us yeah and now it's just this emotional 
epic undertaking of a three-hour movie that is just riddled with emotions and the most satisfying conclusions that I can think of. Yeah. Um. Oh God, it's such a good movie. Yeah. Um. However, I do recommend you have to actually see pretty much all the movies before. Yeah. Including Thor Dark World, which is weird. It's weird that that one comes back, but it totally does. <laughs> um, if you have not seen the previous ones, I was talking to Kenzie about this. If you haven't seen the previous ones, you're going to be lost for about three quarters of the movie. Yeah. And you're going to lose a lot of the power of it, which is just the emotional investment you've built up from yep. knowing these characters and then losing some of those characters. Yeah. And then just everything. People are talking about that. Yep. Um, yeah. No, it's... It's an incredible experience. Yep. Um, it between that and having the Battle of Winterfell tomorrow <laughs> or today in eight hours for if you're listening to this. This is the review, not the episode. Oh shit! This no, yeah. Say, so tomorrow, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the the Battle of Winterfell tomorrow. I'm an emotional wreck, dude. Yeah, I'm not okay. This is yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. So. It, uh, we can't we can't talk about it very much without spoiling it yeah so what we're yeah like what matt mentioned spoilers jumping right into spoilers like go go watch it guys yeah <laughs> if you care about spoilers go fucking watch yeah um which i mean you know i feel like if you're if you care that much about spoilers you're not gonna listen to something called end game review probably not <laughs> <laughs> so all right so we're gonna spoil this um, spoil the absolute pants off of it. God, and there I don't are even know, things to be spoiled. I don't even know what surprise, the surprise. what the the spoiler opening spoiler section opening spoilers are going to be this time. There's so many to choose from. Uh. <laughs> There's so many twists. Uh, uh, time travel, guys. It was time travel. Uh, well, we fucking all knew that was going to be a thing. <laughs> Let's start with this one, Captain. Man, I want to scream it. Captain America wields Thor's hammer like a maniac. Ooh. Yeah. So that was one of the best sword and shield fighting mm. ever. Mm. So did you see me like react when the hammer started moving? Oh yeah, everyone. I was, I was like, and then because I was like, it's gonna be Captain America. It's gonna be Captain America. And then he caught it, and I was like, yes, yep. Oh god, that was a satisfying. Uh, that was oh <laughs> when Thor was just like, I knew it. God, I really holy shit he just like takes that hammer and just annihilates thanos yeah did thanos so stormbreaker's not the same thing that you can't lift it unless you're worthy right stormbreaker's right. just a thing you can pick up yeah okay where were we uh captain america captain america oh good lord dude when thor was just like i knew it and i was yeah. like yeah yes you did yeah <laughs> that's that's a culminate that's the thing that you had to have seen yeah age of ultron for yeah <laughs> Oh my god. Mm. Just him like him playing with the two of them like using the hammer to like oh no, Thor Thor, Thor used, was Thor's using both of them. Used uh Stormbreaker as a bat and the hammer as a baseball and just like, that was awesome. <laughs> just that whole that whole fight scene segue into the beginning of that whole fight scene mm. where just fucking everyone came back. Oh my gosh. Was the, that was, that was the first applause that I gave mm -hmm. was everyone, just everyone showing up. Mm -hmm. And like, I don't even really care that much about star Lord, but even I was just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh my God. 
<laughs> it's it's so hard to like objectively review this. I know because it's just so much fun and amazingness. I think if you actually review it as a movie, it's. I mean, it's definitely good. But yeah. Like, but it doesn't, it doesn't hold up to like things no. like No Country for Old Men and stuff no. like that. It's yeah. not a movie. It's movie. not something you can treat as a movie. Yeah. Even more so than Infinity War. Infinity War was sort of a. It was an actual like three act story with Thanos. I actually the had lead. the opposite feeling from this. Like okay. this one actually felt more like a, a self contained kind of movie. Yeah. That like I, I mean, mean it had yeah. remnants from previous movies, sure, yeah. but like it. It starts with, like, this shit, what's going on, and then it cuts to, you know, five years later, which nobody saw coming. Mm -hmm. No one knew that it was just going to be, like, a they kind of accepted it and they're living with it now Mm kind of deal, Um, which they did. And then it just kind of started from the beginning, and then there's a call to action with Paul Rudd coming up, and, dude, oh, I I was so close. Not really that. I was really far away from with, with my theory. But like the moment he started mentioning quantum stuff, I I think I punched oh, yep. you. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was There's like, I might be right. <laughs> but uh. um, yeah, no, I. God, it's it's so hard to it's hard to, to put things in an order in a in a to order this episode. Let's just go through the movie part, part by part. All right. Uh, so the. Pre time jump. Pre time jump. Well, so this first was... off, there's the Hawkeye's family dies, which is just oh god. Like we knew that happened from the one shot of him you see in the trailer because like his face in that one shot. Yeah. But still, it was oh, a brutal dude. way to do it. God, like all of so it's times like that where it like makes me question whether or not it was half because just the uh, it was. The, I mean the the probability that of five people. Four of them going, and the important one being the one that lives. It's like, just... what, one in 32? Yeah, it's pretty small. Yeah, but... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It just... Sometimes like that, where it's just like, you know, it's... I feel like a lot more people have died than 50%. Like, because you kind of see that, actually, in the at the end of Endgame. Like, you see more people die than live. Do you? Yeah, because, like... Everyone goes, basically. There's so few of the Avengers left of people that were fighting. There's so few mm-hmm. of them. There's less than 50% of them. Both Mariah Hill and uh, Maria? Maria. Maria Hill and uh, Fury. Yeah. Fury go. Yeah. I don't no, know. No, no, I'm pretty sure it's 50. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so that happened. Uh you get Captain Marvel rescues Iron Man. Yeah, that was a that was a good way of doing that. That was clean. Like yep. that was I mean, as good as you're gonna get. Don't know why anyone didn't think of that. Yeah. <laughs> Seemed like the obvious solution in yeah. retrospect. <laughs> I mean, how did she see him though? Well She's just cruising through space and Oh look, a spaceship that's stranded. Space is fucking big though, dude. How'd she just come across him? Destiny. The force. Alright, the force. I'll go with it. It's, Disney. All, it's all Disney anyway. Disney. Yeah. <clears throat> um man i cannot remember what happened pre-jump see, they come to earth oh and then they go kill thanos oh shit that's right <laughs> dude i actually saw that i kind of saw that coming from like the moment they were like we're gonna go to thanos i'm like you know that it, it's probably just gonna end like because yeah. from the trailer because i i i kind of claimed that they were gonna show up and he's just gonna be like yep yeah, nope 
and like wouldn't put up a fight. Mm-hmm. He really didn't put up a fight. Not really. He just I mean, kind of like super weakened anyway. But. Yeah. Yeah, that was a. Uh, that was pretty dope. Mm-hmm. Kind of threw Thor through a emotional turmoil forever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Turned him into the dude. Turned him into the dude. Oh my god, that the amount of edits they did for the trailers. Yeah, it's just fucking insane. Yeah, because you you see Captain America cinches cinches shield, mm-hmm. which in the movie is completely busted by then. Right. Um, the like Scarlett Johansson's hair, mm-hmm. they like refilmed those scenes with her with the blonde hair pre jump. Yep. Um, everything with Thor being in shape. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the Chris Hemsworth we know and love. It was kind of funny that. I, I, it was kind of interesting that I was seeing him posting so much about him being in shape on Instagram. He was doing a lot. He was really active on social media about him being mm. in shape. It was probably because of that. Yeah. They'd like, be like, look at me. Look at me. Look at me. I'm in shape. I'm super strong. Look at me Just fat. Build that look up. Look at me. Raindrop belly. <laughs> look at me. Finally, all those emotional stakes that have been hitting me the past three movies of my arc have broken me down. Yeah, dude, he's had a rough. He's had a rough several movies. Yeah, <laughs> um, his entire family's died, and then his people were mostly wiped out, and then they, half of the survivors died, and then yeah, there's a Namor reference. Oh, so what? Actually, it's it's really discreet, and it could not be a Namor reference, mm-hmm. but. There's a conversation with Okoye uh, mm-hmm. talking about an earthquake that was underwater. And she oh. was like, and Scarlett Johansson or uh, Black Widow was like, so you're gonna, how are you going to handle that? And she's like, we're going to handle it by not handling it. Mm-hmm. And so the reason that that is is because I, I fucking, this is one of my little tidbits of Marvel knowledge that are remnants of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Black Panther and Namor are just longtime enemies. Like, they do not get along. They've had some nasty fights. Uh, royalty being against royalty. Like, you know, just government kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's either she's like, there's shit going on down there. Namor can handle it. Fuck him. If he dies, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to get involved in that. Or he's the one that did it. I'm not getting involved. Either way, I'm not touching that with a 10-foot pole. I think he did it. They don't know about him yet. He ends up being villain for Black Panther 2. Oh, that could be kind of... Is Namor a villain? He's the classical understanding is an anti-hero, but he's kind of fluctuated all over the map. Okay. Um, he does declare war on Wakanda at one point in the comics, and okay, that leads to a lot of death and tragedy. Yeah, that does that. That would seem like a pretty good, pretty good villain for that. Like, kind of, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's a it's a one of those cases of putting one of them outside of their comfort zone. You got to throw yeah. uh, T'Challa in water. And mm-hmm. he has no idea. Put cats, a cat in water. Cats don't like water. Uh, and then you put a, a fish in land in the desert, let yep. alone. <laughs> yep. Um, so, yeah, that'll be fun. Anyway, that's not what we're talking about. No. Uh, oh, what else is there? There's just so much. Uh, let's see. One of the Russo brothers had a cameo. <sighs> yeah, he was the openly gay character. Yeah. Which kind of... I, I don't know how I feel about that. Like, it was like, hey, <laughs> we're going to have a first openly gay character in it. It's just a little guy talking. Yep. It's like, cool. What about superheroes? <laughs> the Eternals. That's when we'll get one. Okay. Um, uh, I just, it was just, it was so well done. I think this was the reason it was, it lasted so long. It was a three hour movie. It's because post time jump, they really let it sink in that 
yeah. this is just society now. They just grind you down. And, and it was it was like a solid 15, 20 minutes of just, this is kind of what it is now. This is the new normal, yeah. Like, kind of letting you realize it through the eyes of Paul Rudd. Mm-hmm. Um, that was fun, throwing him into almost a, I mean, sort of a literally post-apocalyptic situation. Yeah. But um, with a semblance of order. And I feel like if they try to cut anything, it'd probably have been in that section. Yeah. And I'm glad they didn't because yeah. the stakes would have been so much lower. The The emotional charge, the emotionally charged, like we got to fix this thing mm-hmm. would have been much lower. Yeah. It, it made a lot of sense as is. Um, it would have felt rushed otherwise, even though like during the movie, even by like the hour mark or so when mm-hmm. they were starting to put together the actual plan, I was like, I'm not that into this. It's good, but I yeah. want to see where it's going. But then things started blowing up and I got really into it. Yeah. Oh, dude, like watching, I saw someone put together a, a, a diagram to explain how all that happened, mm-hmm. but I, that was pretty easy to follow. Yeah. For a confusing time travel with multiple timelines and multiple people in different places at different times. And yeah. A whole bunch of MacGuffins and uh, <laughs> yeah. people reappearing from the dead and a giant climate. It was super straightforward. They kept stuff like uh, Nebula being in two plays at once and her biometrics kind of uh mm-hmm. going crazy they kept that relatively simple so it wasn't too hard to mm-hmm. keep track of because it like they mentioned like it being a network so you're like oh it's kind of like wi-fi you have someone on yeah multiple people on wi-fi you can like connect those things right um stuff like that like they kind of it it was just convoluted enough to explain how it was happening but simple enough that most people most intelligent, like all intelligent people, most people can keep track of it. And watch if you it. were paying attention, you're yeah. fine. If you zoned out for like about five minutes of it, you would probably be lost for a little bit. But then, like, lost, I yeah. do well enough writing that you kind of get the yeah, get the grasp. It's of not it. like Inception where you have to sit there and pay attention. Yeah, the time. um, dude, Cap versus Cap. Nah, <laughs> that was honestly good. the oh, just the all the little heists. Yeah. One thing I'm kind of disappointed about with the the cat versus the cat fight is the older one didn't win. Mm-hmm. Because if you think about it, Avengers is the first... Like he, he fought during Captain America, mm-hmm. and then he woke up and was thrust straight into Avengers. Pretty much. So what we saw, the event, the guy, the, the cap, the past cap, had just come out of the ice. Mm-hmm. So he, like, um, he's not totally experienced. Right. The cap that we have has been through Winter Soldier and two Avengers movies, three Avengers movies, mm-hmm. and, like, it, he's learned so much more. Yeah. And also, like, I feel like a later Cap, for, uh, for example, if I were to fight myself in the past, mm-hmm. I would know what what I do wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like he would, I, 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 I saw this coming, and it didn't happen, where young cap or like old cap fuck not young and old past cap mm-hmm. goes for a punch and present cap like blocks it and like just dismembers him basically mm-hmm. and says like something along the lines of like your right hook was always pretty weak or something like that mm-hmm. like something like that because he's gone through so much he know he's honed his abilities and is able to know what he knew at that point yeah and would just fucking lay him out yeah i had, I had pretty much the same thought during the movie i was like oh it's gonna be fun to watch older cap take down his younger less experienced self but yeah resort to trickery 
Yeah. And honestly, I think Cap is smart enough, like, the past Cap would be smart enough to know if he took his shield and hit the other guy's shield, that would indicate, like, hey, that one is also vibranium, mm-hmm. not just a trickery, because a trickery wouldn't do that. Yeah. Wouldn't just resist a vibranium like that. Right. So that would, like, tip him off and be like, hmm. Something's not right. Maybe ask about this. Yeah. I understand his initial thing. Right. Because Loki's missing. Loki's done that. Loki has done that. We <laughs> see Loki do that in the scene Yeah, exactly. Before. Oh, man. I'm glad they brought good. that back. Yeah. That was the best part of, like, Thor the Dark World was just the <laughs> Chris Evans cameo. Because <laughs> uh. um, that, that's 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 that Loki where mm-hmm. he's just like, oh, make fun of him. Yep. Um, and, like, the... We we got to see Hulk talk a little bit more, mm-hmm. which was great. Like because because that's the Hulk that we only saw say puny god, right? And grin at Smash. Mm-hmm. Um, so kind of the bringing us back to these Avengers where they're all relatively new and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Watching uh oh oh this was this was way later. This a giant man punching a leviathan in the face oh yeah <laughs> a better version of the hulk thing yes it's <laughs> just like poof anyway back to the anyway back to the um, I, i'm kind of the way I, i'm envisioning yeah. us structuring this now is just talking about each of the timelines and yeah going into them. yep um, um so speaking of that timeline though loki has the tesseract now yes and has just disappeared so presumably he's like split off and alive in some alternate timeline or something where they get to set the tv show about him Oh, smart. Mm-hmm. Speaking of TV show, they're definitely changing the Falcon Winter Soldier one to be Captain America Winter Soldier. Yeah. And it's going to be Falcon Captain America. Yeah. You know, that's what we fucking got. Right. Also, side note, I'm kind of disappointed Winter Soldier didn't get it, even though, like you mentioned to me, like, it's better to keep the Winter Soldier, which is the fan favorite, and change yeah. Falcon yeah. than to opposite that. But I would love... They hinted it in Winter Soldier, and I really wanted it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But no. Sorry, Ed Brubaker. You... You, you, le- you left your mark as one of the best writers <laughs> with that with that run, but Disney has decided not to do it. Yeah. But um, Iron Man, knowing like what Ant Man can do to him to make him li- to make him like just have a fucking heart attack. Yeah. <laughs> was great. Uh. Because uh, that was it's Avengers three. He gets it taken out. Cause, or not Avengers. Uh, uh. Iron Man three. Yeah. So he, that's still End of three. in Avengers. He still has that's actually a thing that's still keeping him alive. Right. Um. So using that weakness, like th- that's that's an example of knowing your past weaknesses and yes. taking advantage your of that older, smarter version. Yeah. Yep. Um. Though. Oh God, that that was kind of a dumb way to throw a kink in the plan. If I'll be honest, like when he when Hulk's hit Tony. Yeah, there were. A f- there were just a couple of moments in this movie that I thought were a little clumsy. Mm-hmm. That was one of them. Um, the rat running across the keyboard is the thing that makes Paul Rudd. Yeah. Escape. Just little tiny things. I was almost thinking there's going to be a scene where Paul Rudd's like, yeah, I woke up because this rat ran across the keyboard. You have to go back in time and place the rat there or something. Uh, that'd be kind of, it'd be, that'd be clever. That'd be very it, much Harry Potter yeah time turner like i was my dad the whole time kind of thing you're clicking your mouse (laughs) just the way that like the couch was moving it was like clicking it on the computer click um so yeah that was that was a bit of a thing 
but you know it's a good way to like throw a, uh, it's a good it was a good kink mm-hmm. that loki's gone with the test right i'm like fuck mm-hmm. how do we get the space stone yeah and also it was great to have scarlett johansson realize like wait dr strange is in new york mm-hmm. guys 2012 there's three stones in one city yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's like that's what everyone has been saying since yeah. like I think since Avengers 2, when we realized that the Mind Stone is in the Scepter and the Space Stone is in the... Te- we're like... <gasps> <Yeah>. <laughs> yep. Oh, no, because it would have to been Doctor Strange to realize it was all three. Oh, yeah, for all three, yeah. Of course, it wasn't Doctor... Okay, here's the question. Does the um, Supreme... What? Ancient One? Ancient One know the future? Because she said you're about five years too early, which... I understand that, like, she has this premonition of, like, in five years, there's, like, we're watching Doctor Strange, and we're gonna, we're gonna get him in five years. Mm-hmm. But, like, the idea that she knows that he will get, oh, well, she, they never actually mention that he's gonna get the time, the Eye of Agamotto. So she just knows that, like, Doctor Strange will be a, a, a sorcerer mm-hmm. later. I don't know. I don't know. And I'm glad they kind of, like, skip that whole conversation it's very comic booky anyway they can yeah they can just comic book their way around that yeah she's one of those characters that you just like if you need someone to know something she's the one that knows it right like there's plenty of those characters in dc Mm -hmm. like you know fucking batman (laughs) (laughs) batman oracle someone needs to know something they know it yeah um or uh john constantine is definitely that character Mm. like anything magic if someone magic needs to know something john knows it yeah he's been explaining things to swamp thing for the entire last volume (laughs) (laughs) it's just been constantine explains swamp things life yeah um so yeah that was i'm glad they kind of skipped that conversation they just Mm -hmm. did the that was kind of cool to see um uh bruce banner as bruce banner and like Mm -hmm. an unconscious hulk yeah so what'd you think of talking hulk that's that's exactly what i was about to ask um I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of that because I like the Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde mentality of that where yeah. it's one or the other and it's really hard to kind of keep a civilized partnership between the two of them. Mm-hmm. And just that seems like a really clumsy way of – does that happen in the comics? Yeah. Okay. It happens. It was – it did feel like a jarring resolution to this Hulk arc we were promised across Ragnarok, yeah. Infinity War, Endgame. Mm-hmm. Um, just like, oh, all of a sudden he's fine with it. Yeah. Um, I'd weirdly like like a flashback movie or something that's set in that five year chunk of Hulk kind of figuring that out. And I just doing some minor level superheroics in this changed world. Yeah. I'd really enjoy that. That'd be kind of cool. Never going to happen. Oh God, no. It, one thing I'm glad about them doing is not the Hellboy thing where, like, he's always breaking things with his hand, with his clumsy hands because mm-hmm. he's had five years to get used to it. And also, he's smart, so he knows kind of how to take care of it. Yeah. So, I'm glad they didn't do, like, when he got the phone, he mm-hmm. wasn't like, shit, sorry, I broke your phone. Yeah. It was just like, he kind of knew how to handle it. And he knows how to, like, type and be dexterous with his giant fingers. Yeah. Um, Who else went back in that time? Let's see. Well, or what else happened? So they had to go back further. Yeah, from there, they go back to the seventies. Okay, so that um, did does Tony have an older sibling? I don't think so. Because okay, so what I got from when he was talking to his dad, his dad was like, "Uh, yeah, my wife's pregnant." The look on his face, he would know when he was born. 
Yeah. So, like, I feel like the look on his face was basically like, I'm not supposed to be born for another two years. Did they have a miscarriage? No, I think it was he didn't realize that it was that time. He's just like, oh, I know that this is one. Well, no, he did because he was just like, I know a time when both Hank Pym and my dad are in the same place. Like they went back to specifically that year. Yeah, but he wouldn't have framed that necessarily with his own birthday. I, don't I feel think. like that's not something that Tony would just completely overlook. Well, but he's also just it's not part of the equation. He doesn't care about his baby self. He cares about getting the Tesseract and getting out. But the look on his face. It would also just be really unsettling to be talking to your dad as he's talking about how your mom is expecting to have you. Yeah, I guess. So. I don't know. It just, the, the, the look on his face was definitely very much like a, like, I'm not supposed to be born yet. Oh, I thought it was more like a, whoa, right. That's this month or yeah. whatever. Huh. So, oh, well. Yeah. I don't, I don't think they were going for anything more there. I think that would have overcomplicated it. Oh, dude. Getting the... Tony got to hug everybody yeah. he needed to before he died. And I'm yep. so happy. He got to hug his dad, even though his dad was like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> um, it was a nice little dad moment. Like, or like him kind of giving advice on being a dad, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was, that was nice. I, I'm glad that that was that conversation. And, and that uh, Captain America didn't freak out that he was talking to his dad. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, because Captain America wouldn't have seen Terminator and Back to the Future in all those movies because he'd been in the ice for 70 years. So uh, he doesn't know about all the time travel. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, he did. I'm sure he had to catch up on all that. I think he probably caught up on some of it. Yeah. He has a little notebook in Winter Soldier. Good Lord. It is a fucking loud house today. Yeah. <sighs> We're doing both our episode and review today. Yeah. Um, Guys, encourage more of your friends to listen, and then we can buy a professional recording studio. Oh my god, that is so that is such a giant leap. Hey, we need a few more <laughs> listeners, and we can buy a professional recording studio. Yeah. Also, that seems like t- entirely impractical since we have a genuine recording studio right here. That's fine. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that that happened, and then I went back. Uh, other time, other team. Uh, Thor got to go meet his mom. Thor got, Thor got to meet his mom, and his mom picked up on exactly what was happening. Yep. Which is another kind of one of those like, if you need anybody to know something, be her. Yeah. Which, you know, kind of makes sense. Yeah. Mother's intuition in a way, mm-hmm. like she's also like a five thousand year old god who's seen everything <laughs> at this point. Yeah. So, <laughs> so that was kind of fun. Yeah. Um, I like that she got an actual nice moment, and it took her till seven years after the dark world oh god she what's that actress's name six years i don't know because she's really good yeah we got she was very underplayed kind of all through the franchise mm-hmm glad we got some more for her yeah man this can i take a quick detour and talk about how like disney is so rich that they were able to hire guys like james darcy and hero hero yuki sanada to play just background guys that have one line or something yeah like those are actual actors. Those have been leads in movies. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> uh. So let's see. That was a pretty, pretty quick. Oh wait, they actually got Natalie Portman back. Yeah. Oh, wait, like, was that not just footage straight out of Dark World? I think. Maybe it was, and it was a body double for like the shots of Rocket. Well, because Rocket, you can just CGI in. 
Oh, that's a good point. And they, <laughs> they're barely on screen together anyway. Yeah. So I, I think they just reused Dark World footage. Oh, okay, that's possible. Because they definitely did. They definitely did for like all the movies. Yeah. Used other footage. Um, which Let's is another see. reason why you need to have seen all the past movies. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Really... Um, those little references. Uh, Power Stone. Power Stone. Morag. Oh yeah, so that that those team that's where things went wrong. That's where things start to fall apart. Because you have like it's kind of interesting. You've got three different teams, and it's not monotonous because you've got one team that's like really fun and like mm-hmm. super nostalgia with the Avengers. Yeah, and then like super emotional with him going back to his dad. Mm-hmm. You've got the other team which just lasted like what two scenes something and then they went back simple one um and then you got the one where shit goes haywire <laughs> yep because this movie did need a villain and might as well bring back the good one dude i really did not see that coming that mm-hmm. younger thanos is like just doing mm-hmm. it again like yeah <laughs> and i like the it, it didn't register with my brain until way later the uh he like ref he said like i told you i'm inevitable mm-hmm he hadn't said that but he knew that he had said he yeah. will have had said that at one point man that was the verb tense right there yes it was <laughs> time travel movies everyone <laughs> it's like the that the one of the few things that i enjoyed about big bang theory is when they had the episode about or they they did a big old thing on a back to the future stuff and they were like using the verb tenses and like just saying really complicated stuff um you're disqualified for saying you liked a big bang theory thing you know what you don't get to talk anymore. You're disqualified. Hey, Shh. I'm the nerd. I'm the comic one that has to that has put myself through seeing multiple of those scenes where it just hurts. That's that's fair. And that's a shallow level of knowledge. And yeah, it's the worst. Um. Anyway. Anyway. Uh. So I like that that Thanos like they really accented his intelligence mm-hmm. with that that he was able to really quickly adapt to what was going on mm-hmm. and then take advantage of it very hard. Yeah. And send his giant ship through a building. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was pretty cool. That was fun. Um. So so we see. How did Nebula not register that that was going to happen? I feel like Nebula is really really smart. I don't know. I mean, we don't know that much about Nebula even now. Yeah. I guess she, well, I guess she never actually encountered that, so that's not something that she can learn yeah, from. Yeah, it would have been a, it's like a different timeline. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure. Hmm. I do like that they gave her some more tension by having her have to, like, fight herself and figure out her own loyalties. That one felt pretty canned at the end. Like, the conclusion to it, her mm-hmm. shooting herself, just felt really canned and, like, we need to move this on. Yeah, a little <laughs> bit. I mean, that's never been the most developed storyline. Yeah. Thanks Guardians 1 and 2 for not doing anything right. Yeah. God damn it, Matt. <laughs> did some stuff, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. And the the little subtle things, not necessarily subtle in some cases, of like future meeting past. Like when Star-Lord was like, Gamora. And he like touches her and she like kicks him in the nuts. Yeah. <laughs> wonder how they're going to... Oh... She's probably dead, though, because she was from the past. I don't think so, because he killed all the Chitari mm-hmm. and Thanos and, like, those guys. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he, like, snapped everybody. Like, if he knew that Gamora was on, his, on their side for this, he can. you can control he's, the Infinity he's, Gauntlet. He's never met Gamora. He doesn't know who Gamora is. 
to him, she's just some oh, Thanos associate. We, yeah. we have no conclusion on that. Yeah. I don't know if she's alive or not. We might, if we went back. Yep. I mean, there's a lot going on in some of those shots. Oh, God, yes. Uh, oops, just hit my mic. Nice. Uh, what else? Uh, Vormir. Soulstone. Ooh. <laughs> oh, damn. Yeah. I was really hoping that they would do this just to make me just to put something in there that went wrong that that, that they didn't do right i was hoping it would be like his bow <laughs> <laughs> he'd like throw his bow off but boy i had no idea which one of them was gonna die i was like pretty sure it was gonna be black widow because she was gonna win the argument that you have your family to get back to yeah i my entire life now is about just saving the world and yeah right things so that's a really a nice sacrifice that's, to make yeah but damn dude i love that they had to fight each other for it but i hate it because it it's, hurts it was so emotional yeah like i i that was another one of the tear moments where i had to, I had to choke that down yeah um, and it's it's a great contrast to you know superhero movies they're always kind of asking the question what sets us apart from them comparing that scene to the scene where thanos just chucks gamora off the cliff yeah like he feels emotions but the fact that they have to fight each other for who's the one to sacrifice themselves. Yeah. That's, that's the good guys right there. Yeah. Those are them. Something that, uh, especially during this scene that it, boy, did it like, uh, the, the danger that Thanos presents mm-hmm. is, is accented in when they're on Vormir like when he when he gets the stone, he's in the water. Most of my brain was like, "Fuck, Thanos is gonna show up right now," mm. because like he just could he can do that because he's Thanos, and you don't know like you yeah. know how powerful he is, and you don't know what his plan is. Yeah. So like he you, you don't know what he knows. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that the first scene that interacts with him, like post John, like the first interacts with the past one, mm-hmm. he picks up on it immediately and yeah. starts planning, starts messing with yeah. it, and it's just like. I don't know what he's gonna do. Yeah, what's he? Is he just gonna show up and take it? Like, because mm-hmm. the moment he gets his hand on one soul stone, you you're pretty much fucked. Yeah, um, I think that's testament to how great Infinity War is that you can just toss Thanos into the middle of this one, and we already know we're already invested in his character, and we already know how great a villain he is. Yeah, the, it, Infinity War did such a good job of like you know all these since Avengers one where it's just like oh there's Thanos, wonder how powerful he is, and then he steps up. And just obliterates so yeah. much. Yeah. And you're like, yep, nope, that, that's yeah. about as bad as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> they, they make that his movie, and they needed it. They needed him, too, because this movie, Endgame, wouldn't have worked without a villain. Mm-hmm. And they needed to... And there's Thanos definitely a mentality with this Thanos different than, like, the first one, where, mm-hmm. like, he's the, the, the present one sacrificed. Mm-hmm. And there was some hurt to it. Like, he did this thing, yeah. and it cost everything, like, that fucking scene. Mm-hmm. This one had, like, no remorse. Yeah. Then it was just, this one was just like, hey, I got the Infinity Stones. I win. Snap! Yeah. It didn't work, but... <laughs> yeah. He felt he felt more humanized in Infinity War. Yeah. And, uh... and this one was just like... And that's what made this one scarier, is this one was not humanized. This one was just a murder machine. Straight up psychopath villain. Yeah. yeah. And that's terrifying mm-hmm. because you know what he could be yeah. and he's not. Yeah. And it's just like, fuck, yeah. we're going to die. <laughs> Speaking of, I love how they gave it the movie some real serious stakes in the end where Thanos, he lays out. He's like, I'm just going to take apart this universe and build up a new one. And I was like, 
what if he actually does and that's what happens in the next movies is it's just a new universe yeah because it, it, it's really meta it could it, it could have happened and so i legitimately don't know what's going to happen when he snapped his fingers i thought for a second that it was actually going to happen yeah and that's that's impressive that, that is they storytelling can, they right can there. convince me that that was possible yeah that is because that that's not a far-fetched idea that's literally what yeah infinite crisis is that was that was <laughs> approximately what i pitched yeah as they what, what they should have done is just end this universe and yeah start a new less connected one because it, it was literally like crisis on infinite earths was destroying everything and then infinite crisis was like this world's this world's fucked up i'm gonna create a whole bunch and pick hand pick one and create mm-hmm. one from scratch mm-hmm. so i was like oh god this guy's going alexander luthor the third all on this bitch mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh. so that like just that whole final fight scene was just intense because of Thanos and like yeah. how powerful he was. No man, because like so up to that point in the movie, up to the Hulk snap, I was like, this has been kind of weirdly low stakes. Like it's fun and I'm definitely enjoying it. Yeah, but I haven't really felt that much tension yet. Yeah, uh, with the exception, I mean, little moments like the the Black Widow Hawkeye sacrifice and stuff yeah. like that. And then Thanos shows up, and I'm like, oh boy, here we go. And it just gets bigger. And yeah. it made Infinity War feel small. Dude, it really did. It was just epic in the truest sense was, of the word. This is like, because Infinity War was two separate fights split up. Mm-hmm. And this one, oh, dude. Because, like, so Infinity War had the some of the Avengers on Titan, mm-hmm. and then the rest of the Avengers, and then the Wakandan army. Yeah. This one had everyone, the Wakandan, the Asgardians, the, uh, fuck, who am the I missing? Sorcerers. Sorce- all of the sorcerers, which yep. is a big, big number of sorcerers. Mm-hmm. Um, the, uh, oh, fuck. There's like an, 40 odd superheroes. There was, who am I missing? There's another f- group of people. Was there? I think, I think there was four armies. This is the battle of the five armies. <laughs> 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 oh uh, damn it don't, don't don't but but like valkyrie on her on her unicorn or on her mm. pegasus unicorn mm. pegasus? pegasus pegasus yeah that we hadn't had before oh that was good the only time we'd seen her on her pegasus was in like that cool artsy flashback in yeah. ragnarok and just watching her just go to town Ooh. was fucking amazing yes. <laughs> and you know as us two males can talk about because this is what we have the right to talk about as males that fucking girl power thing. Mm. Oh my god, no wonder, that was amazing. No wonder Infinity Wars felt a little flat because this was supposed what it was supposed to be. God, it was like you got like kind of the girl power thing where Black Widow is fighting the that whatever her name is, mm-hmm. but this one was just like, oh yeah, that's everybody, and they just like kept coming. I thought it was gonna be like a couple girls, but like it was like on the beat. Like, every single boom, female boom, superhero boom. just, like, popped up, and I'm like, yeah. yay! <laughs> <laughs> uh, and as Mara, Mara mentioned this, she wanted us to bring it up. Carol Danvers' hair! I like it. I like the new do. Oh, it's the actual comic hair! Yeah. <laughs> oh, did she cut her hair? Or was that a wig? Because that looked real. But it looked so good! Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it looked real fucking good, dude. Oh, man. That whole fight scene mm. was just... Like, cause it, it shows how, how well Marvel can do these things because mm-hmm. it's, it's this grand scale of these giant like armies just going to town and you get those armies going to town, 
But you also get, like, it does a really good job of cutting between the different aspects of the fight. Mm-hmm. You've got the, um, I almost called them the Trinity, which they kind of are. Thor, Iron Man, and uh, Captain yeah, America. A little bit. Just, like, wailing on Thanos, and mm-hmm. Thanos totally standing his ground against them without yeah, his Infinity Stone. That was some really great <laughs> one-on-one hand-to-hand fighting. Um, That's my superhero action right there. That Yes. It's like, I think, oh, man. I don't know if that or Infinity or in, uh, my Winter Soldier fight scene. Mm. I don't know which one's the top one right now. I need to go back and watch it again. Yeah. Um, but then you've got everyone else just like stand, like holding their own like against mm-hmm. this army. You've got the flying people taking care of uh, flying people and giant people taking care of yeah. the uh, <laughs> the leviathans. Yep. It's just, oh, it's so good. Who was who was the one that was just duking it out with the big guy for the Black Order? Oh, I think Spider Man fought him a little bit. Yeah, Spider Man. Oh, and then the, the whole like track with the Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah, the we haven't even talked about that. The greatest game of Capture the Flag Cinema's ever seen. Yeah, <laughs> as I described it, like right at the like that is yeah. it. So what actually kind of bothers me a little? Another one of those things that like that we can talk about objectively. There's some things wrong with it. Mm-hmm. Where did these people learn to instinctually know how the other teammates are going to work? Because that's something that actually that uh, Marv Wolfman writes into the New Teen Titans comics. Mm-hmm. Is that like part of being a team is practicing with each other so much that you know that the moment like you, you can use a, a, a stimulus and know exactly what every member of the team is going to do. How mm-hmm. they're going to react. And that's what makes a solid team mm-hmm. is you can like. You know that if you're going to punch this guy off a building, like if Nightwing's going to p- kick a guy off a building, Starfire's going to swoop in and like mm-hmm. keep him from dying. Mm-hmm. Like you know that that's, that's what's going to happen. That's what makes the team work. But you've got this Iron Man kid who's only fought alongside Star-Lord, uh, people on Titan, Star-Lord, Iron Man. Mm-hmm. How How is he like interacting with Pepper Potts? Because they never met. Yeah. How do they know how how – it's it's a level of trust that is there, a level of trust and uh, well-oiled Rapport machinery, almost, yeah. huh? Rapport, sort of. Yeah, that that shouldn't be there, but is there. I kind of just always watch these movies, assuming they've got like implanted earpieces or something, and Happy's in the background, just like making sure they're all in the same channel. <laughs> <laughs> we got Happy. We did, dude. We got Happy talking a little baby Stark. Yeah. Oh, that was emotional. Uh-huh. Dude, the cheeseburgers thing. When she said cheeseburgers, I immediately choked up. Did you hear that? Yep. It was one of those <laughs> things like yep. where I'm pretty sure everyone in front of us thought I was just laughing at everything, but I was definitely just trying to hold back the tears. Yep. But like, oh, dude, that that was one of those things. That if you haven't seen Iron Man, mm-hmm. you won't get that. Yeah. Because like the first thing Tony saw, said when he got back was like, I want cheeseburgers. Mm-hmm. And that's. It made it to the baby. It yeah. made it to the child. That's a she Tony says, Stark's daughter. <laughs> yep. Can I also say I love that they gave Tony Stark a kid now because and like familial responsibility. Because when we first meet him, when we're sort of our preteens and like teenagers in two thousand and eight, we're sort of the young and reckless people that want to be grow up to be Tony Stark. Yeah. Now we're more mature. We're, we're more adults. like we're starting to think about our future and some starting family. Some, some of, some us of our start- friends are literally having kids. Yeah. <laughs> families have kids, and so th- by making Tony Stark more mature and making him be like, I have to look out for my family. This is who I am now. It fulfills that arc for us. Yeah. 
and that kind of it's, uh, it's harkens story back thing. to the yeah like the it, he fucking beat me yep. to it the toy story thing where we grew up with this and it's it's where we are now yeah um and like especially with stuff like with infinity war now in game again you understand what thanos is going for because we're very cynical generation yeah so we're like yeah overpopulation's a thing mm-hmm. however maybe not kill everyone <laughs> maybe, maybe kill like 20 to 30 percent yeah that, that'd be a good one that'd be a reasonable number um <laughs> god <laughs> but uh it oh man it was such a good conflict like internal con th- this was the best internal conflict for tony stark mm-hmm. was when they came up to him and they're like look this needs to happen. We need to undo everything. It might sacrifice everything. And he's like, I, I would, you, you saw me send a nuke into space, bring a not send, bring a nuke into space. Mm-hmm. I would sacrifice. I, I'm married and have a kid. Yeah. I, I got out of this. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't want to sacrifice that. Yeah. And then he just like, he's like th- that, that call to duty just mm-hmm. overrode that. And it, it was so satisfying to have that <laughs> when the time travel thing worked and he was like, shit. And then his daughter's sitting right there. One of, I think one of the best scenes. Yeah. Like I, I can't even say this is such a good movie. Mm. And like the stuff that I'm complaining about, like the, the rapport of the team that doesn't really make sense. Yeah. The kind of the, the hand fisted way of interrupting the flow of the, like with Hulk hitting Tony yeah. with the door. Stuff like that. That is so nitpicky. It doesn't matter. That that's stuff that I didn't notice at the beginning, like when I was watching it, and I will never care about again. Yeah. When I when I inevitably buy this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The little moments are beautiful. The big moments are beautiful. Big. <laughs> big and beautiful and satisfying. And oh man, just I want to. What are what are the Russo brothers doing after this? Because they're done. They're done with the Marvel yeah. stuff. Yeah. Uh, they're signed. I want to follow for... them. They're signed on for something really big that's, I think, maybe a TV project. Okay. Um, I want to follow them. I want all of their stuff. Yeah. Because God, can they make a movie. Man. <laughs> so, it's crazy. They went in four movies from the guys who did some of the better episodes of Arrested Development to... The guys who did Endgame. The guys who made Endgame work. Yeah. Which... Can you just step back and think about how hard it would have been to pull this off? Oh, dude. God, it just... And, and it's good that Disney did this, that they tr- that they found the guys that made the best movie of the series so far with, like, Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. And we're like, all right, Civil War. Step it up Do much. that. Do that. Okay. You do the rest of it. Yeah. You have it in your head where you want this to go. Go for it. Mm-hmm. Make this thing happen. Because if they'd continued their their trend of just like having a different director for different series and had like Joss Whedon come in and do all the rest of the Avengers movies, yeah, who, Whedon did Ultron, right? Yeah, yeah, had him do three in Endgame. Infinite is Infinity War considered three? Yeah, is Endgame considered four? Yeah, all right, so three and four. <laughs> if they had him do that, it would be so much different. Yeah, and would not go the same way. Yeah, he Whedon's he's definitely like the lighter sort of early. Yeah early mcu these ones when they get stakes and they get emotions and you get invested in these characters just yeah because you've had years with them that's when you need someone with more of a serious touch like the russos i'm just they have the four best movies they have easily not easily because iron man's really good iron man's really good black panther's really really good up there but like 
okay, four of the top six movies. Yeah. <laughs> Regardless of what your opinions are. Also, Gage, like, Gage sent me his list of, like, top movies for Marvel stuff. Mm. And Winter Soldier was way, like, down, like, halfway down. I'm like, Gage. You need to rewatch for that, fuck's Gage. Sake. And he said, he's like, for, uh, it, in all fairness, I haven't seen it in a while. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, no, it's, they, God, can they make a movie. Yep. <laughs> it's. Their ability to make – and the, it's just the way that I've been raving about this movie the whole time is their ability to put drama and sadness just immediately side by side with power and action and just like small like, like small scene drama and sadness, mm-hmm. which is just Tony talking to the Avengers and being like, look, I, I can't do that. Mm-hmm. And then within an hour – putting every single character we've seen in this fucking franchise in one battle. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's just massive. insane. It shouldn't work. Oh, it shouldn't. And it does so well. Yeah. Maybe they need to do a star Wars movie. I do think you're the first person to come up with that idea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is there anything else that we like? Oh, there's so much, but like we do we have to even, end this. Review we haven't at some e- point. Well, we haven't even talked about the end of Captain America's story. Oh God. Okay, so let's talk about. All right, let's or talk about the little, end of people's stories. Yeah. So, Scarlet Witch is dead. Not Scarlet Witch. Uh, Scarlet uh, Johansson. Scarlet Johansson. God, that gets confusing sometimes. She's Black Widow's dead, dead. Probably not coming back. Probably not coming back because Gabor is not coming back. Right. Those are good permanent deaths. Yeah. We needed a few of those out yeah. of this. Um, Iron Man is dead. Yep. Dead, dead, a dead. Dead, dead as dead can be. I love that they left him alive for a last goodbye, but not enough for him to have last words. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> that would have been such a trope for him yeah, to do he like didn't a little. Say anything. He's, yeah, he's burned to death. I what I'm really sad about. Oh, dude, I, I was crying during that, mm. but I was able to kind of hold it back. The way that they could have really just hammered that in and just made everyone like made made the room sound like a legit funeral is if they called uh what's her name Ma- Maggie? No, not Maggie. Starts with an M. Ironheart. That's not Ironheart. Renee Williams is Ironheart. Yeah, she's a black teenager. <laughs> uh, whatever t- uh, Tony's daughter's name, like yeah. if they called her on Pepper's thing and had like a hologram of the daughter, like saying goodbye uh, to her dad, I would have fucking lost it, dude. That would've been too much. But like, but they did kind of allow that to happen with the yeah. with the hologram Tony, mm-hmm. and just the God, they know how to write Tony's character. Yeah, because they had him be like, "These are the stakes. I might not make it." What am I saying? Everything will go great. Like just his 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 reverent irreverence, I think, is a way yeah. that I can say it. Because that's kind of the way I am too. Mm-hmm. Where like I take something serious and I just kind of like snap out of it, and I'm just like, oh, no, things will be fine. Like I kind of make a joke out of things when things get like too tense, that, mm-hmm. and it allows for that. Mm-hmm. And it just it him saying him joking makes it more emotional yeah because it's like yes this is tony this isn't some canned thing this is tony stark saying what he's feeling it feels and it's like just him, like yeah <laughs> god they know how to write their characters yep also Cord came back yeah did he fight did he and meeks fight probably I should go back and watch it again 
probably in the background in a couple shots. Yeah, That's I really hope they did. So many characters, like no one gets any screen time in that. Yeah, fight. <laughs> <laughs> but they get just the right amount of screen time. Yep. We see them kick ass. We see every single character kick ass. Yep. Black Panther got to take on Thanos one on one for five seconds. Oh yeah, got his ass handed to him though. Oh yeah, <laughs> he was always going to. But oh, dude, Black Panther, him, he is so cool. <laughs> Man, the first portal opens and he walks out. Yeah. Chills. Oh, dude. <laughs> oh. Uh, what else? Okay, so so Tony dies. Tony dies, which is sad. Sad um, but inevitable. Sad but inevitable. And the Captain America conclusion is the best way. Yeah. I cannot think of a better way for that to be concluded. Yeah. Because it's it it ends it. It makes it happy. It makes it sad. It's permanent. Mm-hmm. It's just, yes. Yeah. It's the, just an unbelievably perfect solution. Unbelievably perfect. Did he go all, he went all the way back to, yeah, he went all the way back to the 70s where they got the time stone. Or they got the space stone. And then he kept going back. And then he kept, huh? He kept going back. He didn't keep going back. Yeah, he did. What? Yeah, because he met up back with Peggy back in like the 40s. Oh, he met up with her back in the 40s? Yeah. Oh, I thought he just, like, chilled out of the 70s. No. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. So he had enough thing for one jump. Like, so he was supposed to go, like, back, 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 and then he had one left to go forward, but he just went one back. Yeah. I see. Dude, no one really knew what was going to happen with that. Yeah. Like, I was I was 100% certain that it was just going to be, like, he was going to come back and be, like, dead. Like, just dead. Mm-hmm. Like, he died, but managed to, like, hit the thing before to show up back mm-hmm. at home. And like when it didn't come back, I was like, oh, "He went to Peggy." Oh, <laughs> uh, oh, what a what just, a good end! Because that was the last, the last, the, the last shot, shot was them shot dancing. Them dancing, yeah. What a good end! Just yep. What a good movie. Mm. Is there anything? What's what's the thing you didn't like the most? Uh, just to make the like objective and <laughs> I, I didn't like that it took me more than an hour to really start caring. Okay. Um, it it is a very slow start. Mm-hmm. Absolutely worth it. Oh God, yes, just the best finale ever. But well, I think the slow start is what made it more worth it. Yeah, it couldn't have sustained that kind of pace for three hours because it was kind of like and it a, needed to set the stakes. It was like kind of like a up. quick pace, like oh fuck, what do we do? What do we do? What do we do? Oh, we're gonna go fight. We're gonna go kill. We're gonna go kill Thanos. Mm-hmm. And then it just comes to a screeching halt. Yeah, and it lets you sit in this somber dystopian future. For like thirty minutes, yeah, and you're just like fuck everything, yeah, and then it just like kicks back in. It and goes back it, to the pace of the beginning, and then it just like <laughs> yeah, well, it kicks back in. But even then, the time heist feels relatively low stakes. Yeah, like it feels like a fun sort of first Avengers era mission. Yeah, where I was like, yeah, this is fun. I'm having fun, and then Thanos. I'm shows not up. super invested, and the Thanos shows up, and you're like, okay, well now this is getting a little thicker. Yeah. And then he shows up at the Avengers facility and you're like, yes, but also no. <laughs> <laughs> I one th- I think the thing that I didn't like the most, the, the one thing that in the movie I noticed and I was disappointed at is that nobody died during Thanos bombing the facility. Yeah. They should have. Someone should have died. Yeah. If anyone like Hawkeye. Yeah. Because like he, everyone else had like armor or were huge, or could mm-hmm. shrink down to where nothing could hit him. Right. <laughs> but how did he survive? He was, like, totally fine, too. Yeah. Rocket almost died. Yeah. <laughs> but, oh, well. Oh, well. Such a good movie. Mm. 
Any last thoughts? Rating? It's it's <laughs> I it's my favorite movie of of the MCU. I just I can't even think of it in terms of a movie. It's just a satisfying ending. Yeah. Cuz like with with Infinity War, it wasn't my favorite movie of the MCU cuz it was it was up there cuz it was really fun. Mm-hmm. But this one just like really hammered home everything just in the right way. Yeah. It pushed all the right buttons. It's it's the most intensely satisfying movie I've ever watched. Yeah. And it's crazy that like actors will be like, "Oh, you'll never see things coming." Like uh at, like uh, I was telling Kenzie about this like the uh Robert Downey Jr. said this the last 8 minutes of the movie is the of is the best 8 minutes in the MCU and I was like mm-hmm. bullshit. And uh Kath and uh Chris Evans was like I cried 3 times in the first hour. I'm like bullshit. I cried like 8 times in the first hour. Get it and the together, 8 minutes Chris was Evans, the sociopath. <laughs> <laughs> and the last 8 minutes was definitely the best 8 minutes of the entire franchise. Like mm. holy shit. These guys it. were right. And they it's like, did it. they did it. And I'm like, I will be happy if we never get another superhero movie. If this whole Iron or this whole Spider-Man thing is just a, a, a red herring, I'll be totally fine because I got this. Yeah. Oh man. I could die happy. Poor dark Phoenix though. Oh God. <laughs> living in the shed. Any movie now living in the shadow of, in, of infinity war yeah. in game. See this is infinity war or Endgame, it's just the the grand climax to an 11 year thing dark phoenix is the climax to a 19 year story is it yeah uh, yeah i guess they did with days of future past kind of combine the two and yeah Ugh. yeah but not like how many movies are in the x-men franchise like nine uh this Less? is the 10th in the main franchise but then there's also two deadpools and three wolverines uh, that's good. Tenth in the franchise? No, that can't be right. No, seventh in the X3, franchise. The three X's, first three class, X's, first class, Days, Days of Future, Future Past, Past Apocalypse, Apocalypse, Dark Phoenix. I counted the three Wolverines as part of that. Okay, so then three Wolverines, two. And Deadpool isn't really part of that franchise. Yeah, he is. They have a brief cameo in Deadpool too. Oh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, do you think they're gonna start over? Do you think they're gonna? Do you think they're going to? For the next 12 years, start small again and do this again. They're going to try. They're going to fail. Do, okay. So this is a two-part question. Do you think it's possible that they could do it? If they start small and give it a hard reset, which it seems like they're doing, do you think it's possible that shit like, like they get Galactus in mm-hmm. 12 years and it's this epic again yeah it's it is entirely possible i think a lot of it depends on what the zeitgeist is going to be over the next decade because yeah. superhero movies had a big boom post 9-11 and that's kind of what kicked off the whole thing that we've gotten since yeah and the whole the, the fact that it's something like this would be sustainable and they could get this much money and pour this much talent into it so that's I don't know if if the if the spirit turns against that if the spirit turns against that sense of um, needing superheroes and I don't know moves into a hard sci-fi direction like we were thinking of then I don't know it could, I could see it they they cruise along they make their three or four hundred million dollars on their Spider Mans and mm-hmm. their the Eternals and Guardians three and all that uh, 
or the the spirit could shift again and we could have another another rise of the superheroes again a lot of it depends on circumstances that are entirely out of their control yeah i think that if they're going to make this work with the that level of uncertainty because there's always a level of uncertainty yeah like there could be there could have been in 2010 or 2000 let's say 2014 Mm -hmm. something like someone did something in one of the movies that was that was just like hyper sexist or racist and just killed the entire genre right there mm-hmm. easily could have ruined it <laughs> yeah glad it didn't happen yep um they could have they could have made th- three bad movies in a row and yeah we stopped going to them um i think that they could very very carefully handle this by it's not doable. making by focusing more on the writing mm-hmm. of the movie very carefully i think they need to go back and they need to go small yeah and that's exactly and i think spider-man seems to seems to be doing that it looks like it's going to be one where the largest stakes are going to be the fate of a city yeah which that's what we need right even, now. maybe not even like a city like it um, i don't know it just doesn't seem like the city's in danger like it looks like the big climactic scene is just enough to destroy a small bridge like <laughs> <laughs> no that's the big climactic scene of the first act right there yeah um so yeah like going back small going back uh being very careful if they do bring namor as uh the villain mm-hmm. for that not making it a like amazon versus atlantis thing like in flashpoint like making this kind of a relatively small conflict where it's more of a political conflict because that's a way you could do it yeah make I mean, it less just like wham pam action superheroes and being more like intrigue because mm-hmm. well what i really want is i want i want them to get black panther into the nation under our feet storyline which mm-hmm. is where he's dealing with uh uprising among his own people and he's thinking about what it means to be a king and it's it is that interesting small thing but the problem is you need something big before that to push the country to the brink yeah and so infinity war would be a good setup for that but also namor is kind of the setup for that in the comics yeah like him and thanos yeah so i i and sure we can we can have a few big movies in there too but yeah I think as long as they don't bring it all together big. I think it's very much in the cards for this to happen again. Yeah. But it's going to be another 12-year ordeal. Mm-hmm. Like 15, like maybe even maybe they're even going to kind of pull it out a little bit longer to give you a little bit more time to kind of like yeah. to build that cuz they've got to they've got to do it bigger than this one. Yeah. Which it's definitely possible cuz in 15 years like you've we've seen how much like cgi and stuff like that improve over 15 years yeah and movies are just being allowed to get longer now like yep. this is like a three-hour movie and we were totally fine with it yeah our our attention span is increasing with movies so like mm-hmm. we may get like a four and a half in 15 years we might get a four and a half hour giant conclusion to a more or a marvel wide because now we have the x-men and fantastic, fantastic four, four and all that yeah uh marvel wide uh, movie and Possible. we get and we get new directors like me not not the russo brothers yeah because like get a different tone with it get a different like mm-hmm. skill so yeah do you want it to happen that's the second part of the question <laughs> i do yeah i i think i do because i don't think there's a huge trade-off like i don't think that superhero movies being that big and popular would take away from anything else that i like yeah so sure bring on more good content yeah it's always it's always it's always fun to have good content and like give us more characters give us more diverse kind of storylines like 
something I've advertised a lot for or like uh, wanted a lot with like the DC stuff mm-hmm. is give us a bunch of movies that are different genres depending on the character. Like yeah. give us like a, a mystery a with more. Martian Manhunter. Give us a psychological horror with Batman. Yeah. Do that. Don't just make superhero movies. Yeah. Because if it's just that and that again for 15 years, that will get dry. That, yeah, that'll die by 2023. But if we do like a political intrigue where it's Black Panther and Namor and it's all political intrigue and spy and like Tinker mm-hmm. Taylor soldier spy level they, writing. They could they could almost do that sort of early seasons of Game of Thronesy. Yeah. With these two giant kingdoms. Yeah. And lots of backstabbing and intrigue and good writing. Yeah. That I'm into that idea. That'd be fun. Because they got, like, to get a trilogy, because you always do things in trilogies, mm-hmm. or a quintagy, not quintagy, quadrilogy? Quadrilogy. Quad, quadrilogy? Quadrilogy is the Quadrilo- actual Okay, quadrilogy. You could do, like, a full trilogy of just, like, uh, is Atlantis? Mm-hmm. Atlantis yeah. and Wakanda. Yeah. Like, just this full, like, really low stakes, like, maybe there's, like, one guy who's a, who's a, uh, like, a um, spy from Atlantis, and then you get, like him dealing with oh that'd be kind of interesting do like mm-hmm. kind of a nation under your, under our feet we'll we'll talk about this in a different episode okay. we should do an episode on... i'll tell you later shall me we shall exactly. that's nope, me your thanks time. guys oh yeah you have to do the shall me shall we yeah sure uh <laughs> <laughs> thanks guys for listening to this I, I probably seemingly very long review it felt like we were just gushing for a while there yeah um so yeah thanks for listening uh if we miss anything which we absolutely fucking did so much in this movie um send us an email at uh justice losers pod at gmail.com send us like just uh, you raving or just like maybe even bullet points mm-hmm. uh tweet at us just be like hey fuckers you missed this um be careful with spoilers though if you post it anywhere in a public venue because yes you can put spoilers do that, all over in our in direct messages on facebook or on uh twitter as long as it's in the email as long as it's only for endgame we don't want i don't know what do we care about that could be spoiled coming out we haven't we don't know oh it doesn't matter i can i can filter things and like see if it's gonna be spoiler uh so uh on instagram at justice losers pod on twitter at justice losers pod uh we're on facebook just at just fucking search justice losers podcast justice losers uh you can listen to our podcast uh wherever you're listening now and then the additional place that might be itunes soundcloud podbean yeah those three those are the three those are the three that we're on uh we're also on player fm which is the podcast or the podcast app i use uh what else are we on i think that's pretty much it that's all uh i live in a box on main street uh matt lives in a mansion in south dakota because i have two boxes that's he has two boxes and he's in south dakota he drives down here all the time yep i don't know why we do this it's weird <laughs> it's very weird uh anyway thanks guys for listening bye bye bye, bye.